Hi, guys. Welcome to Unredacted, the Town Hall VIP podcast from Kurt Schlichter for Town Hall VIPs like yourselves. Guess where I am? You'll never guess at yet another doctor waiting for yet another patient to be uh, uh, seen. This time it is Bitey or Barky. Which one is it? Barky or Bite? Barky. Barky. And uh, Barky is uh, Barky is getting a follow up from his neurological adventures. Uh, and my dad, of course, is in the hospital because he got 911'd out today. So every weekend, it's somebody else getting taken to the hospital, man or beast. And when I say man, I also mean women because I know how to speak freaking English. I'm getting tired of the whole gender identity thing. And, uh, you know, with the Dave Chappelle thing, first of all, let's talk about Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle is not a brave hero. Everybody, you know, conservatives are like, oh, a guy who doesn't completely hate us. Well, he does kind of completely hate us. He is a leftist progressive who makes these kind of milk toast uh, observations that offend the left. Okay, he's not up there going, you know what? If you got a penis, you're a dude. All right. If you got a vagina, you're a chick. There are no dudes with vaginas who don't work for the bulwark. There are no chicks with penises no man will ever get pregnant he's not saying anything like that uh, uh, you know in, in funny form or otherwise and say he's all sensitive and stuff but he's just saying you know kind of like referencing that you know maybe this stuff's a little weird like uh well you know gender's a real thing and the less going of course crazy because it can't allow any kind of dissent at all none zero so you get this guy who is not a brave, you know, I mean, look, he's got so much money, nothing he does constitutes bravery. All right. It just sort of constitutes, you know, I've got FU money, hence the FU. So he gets a lot of credit for being this rebel, but he's not that rebellious. Okay. He's not out there going, okay, you're, you're, you're not a transsexual. You are a man or a woman who's pretending to be the opposite. And again, he, 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 you know, in, in, in some funny kind of way, but let's understand that he, he, he's not some sort of conservative. He's just sort of not going along completely with the party line. And also, apparently, he's now become a Farrakhan guy. So that's another, that's another thing. Which, so, I mean, you know, culturally, we're so friendless. We're really doing the enemy of our enemy as our friend, but that's not true. The guy who's temporarily a little bit on the outs with our enemy is not our friend. He freaking hates us, too. Okay? He's not our pal. But my favorite stuff was like, you know, 20 years ago, conservatives were outraged by Dave Chappelle. No. No. Again, we're, we're, we're back to the idea of conservatives as the John Lithgow and Footloose. You know, oh, those kids, they're dancing that rock and roll again, which I don't think was ever a thing. It certainly isn't now. If you remember Al Gore's wife, Tipper Gore, who I believe he dumped for a masseuse, um, you know, I get, I, you know, hate the game, not the Gore. Um, she was a Democrat. They were Democrats. They were not Republicans. They were, uh, ridiculous Democrats. And they were just silly. I mean, 
it, it just uh the whole thing is very bothersome. And I gotta tell you something, the whole transsexual thing is boring. You know, the whole drag queen thing. We're supposed to like buy into this new co- see, there are a lot of these cultural things where they try and make things that are repellent or stupid or boring or ridiculous into these like transgressive things that we're supposed to celebrate. So we see Lizzo. I didn't know what Lizzo is, but apparently it's a really fat rapper. So, you know, between Eskimos and Ahab, you know, this chick's got a lot of enemies out there and she's wearing like a see-through thing. And, naturally leftist twitter's like yeah lizzo go queen queen slay okay she's a fat freaking slob she's not beautiful it's not healthy it's not good in any way but we're expected to celebrate it because to do that makes us complicit in our own submission that is we're accepting their bullshit by not going eh you know it looks like you just ate a freaking horse not into that scene Okay, and it is not us going out of the way going, hey, look, there's a really fat girl over there. Let's go hassle her. Okay, we're not doing it. They're throwing it at us and daring us to. And I say accept the dare. I say we have to call it as we see it. You know, Kamala Harris's stepdaughter, the model, is ugly. She is a repellent person who looks stupid, and she is not a model. A model is someone who uh, articulates the ultimate in your culture's aesthetic sense. And they're different from culture to culture. But they're trying to force a new one down our throats. I don't appreciate that. That doesn't mean I want to go out of my way to hassle these people. I have no desire to go hassle those people. I have no desire to be around them at all. On the other hand, I have no desire to be controlled and told by them how my culture's going to be and what I am going to accept as uh, beautiful or a, a model, an idol, an icon. No, I'm not going to do any of that. The hell with these people. That's the whole thing about the drag queen thing. There's this tweet, they're fabulous and amazing and remarkable. And there's this, you know, like Showtime's got this, drag queens in North Carolina are fabulous. They're not fabulous. They're They're actually really, really sad. And they're not interesting, and it's gross, and I am not amused by it. I find it repellent, and I'm going to say so. And no, you don't get to come to the library and hassle them. At least not my kids. You know, maybe Caden and Ashley, you know, the Chardonnay sipping wine mom's kids. Maybe she can feel better with her mommy Munchausen thing, that young Caden is really Katie. I just... I, I. you know, here's the thing. They're counting on us not to be jerks. But I think there's room for us being jerks. And by being a jerk, I mean saying things that are unpleasant and potentially hateful and hurtful. Well, they'll call them hateful and hurtful. I don't think it's hateful for me to go, Lizzo, you're super fat. And when they throw her in my face and say she's beautiful, no, you're you're gross. It, you're, it's disgusting. I, I mean, I didn't start this. So I'm not really being a jerk just because I'm telling the truth. Now, you can be a jerk for telling the truth. All right. If somebody comes up to me and goes, Carrot, your hair's falling back like the Italian army in the face of the enemy. Okay, that's kind of a jerky thing to do. I didn't bother you about my freaking hairline and how it's receding. 
But on the other hand, if I come up and go, yeah, my hair is lush and vigorous and down to my eyebrows, well, that, that's a lie. It's not. And you shouldn't have to say it. Now, perhaps you want to say it to make them feel better. No, 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 listen, you're looking good. But don't, don't try and convince me it's true. I am not saying you need to go out of your way to be unpleasant or nasty. And being a truth teller does not require you tell every single truth all the time. Some truths don't need to be brought up. Eh, looks like she put on a little weight. You don't have to say that. She probably knows. Okay? On the other hand, she goes, don't I look great? If you're not married to her, you probably go, eh, you know, eh, you'd be doing a little better. If you're married to her, you should probably tell her she looks great all the time. I, of course, don't have that problem because my wife is wonderful. Anyway, and right here, listening and yes. disapproving. <laughs> Uh, like the, the, and the drag queen thing. Look, drag queens are sad people. Okay. They're not a happy, it's not a happy thing. If you have a real, first of all, if you have a real gender dysphoria, you're a sad person. You, you actually have a confusion about your gender. That's not fun or happy or good. That's painful. I, I understand that. I don't think you're a bad person because you have a disorder, but understand it's a disorder. Okay. Don't come to me and go, now somebody's like, they're born that way. Well, there are people born with freaking heart defects. You know, we fix them. This guy's with spinal bifida. We help them. Just because you're born with something doesn't mean it's right. And look, these people are unhappy, uh, many times unhappy people. The rate of suicide among transsexuals is through the freaking roof. And you know what? They'd be better off not being transsexual. They'd be better off understanding what their gender is and accepting that and going along with it. Okay? We, we, we are under no moral obligation to cater to people's delusions. And a delusion is what it is. If you're a transsexual, if you're a dude who thinks you're a woman, okay, you're delusional. You're not a woman. Now, you may feel like a woman. I don't know how a woman feels. No? No? I, I, <laughs> in that sense. <laughs> hey, I'm not a bulwark writer, okay? I've been with a girl. Um, But, uh, you know, I, I mean, look, I, I get it. it the, the, the fact that they have these feelings are, is a real thing, and it's painful. But, you know, when something's painful, that that's an indication that maybe you shouldn't do it. Maybe you should get better. Maybe you should get help. And I think we should give them help. I think we should treat them with compassion. I don't think, unless they're, you know, liberals, in which case, fuck them. Uh, you, you shouldn't go out of their way to screw with people. On the other hand, they shouldn't go out of their way to screw with you. Because if they do screw with you, then it's freaking on. I, I don't, I, I refuse to buy into the argument that I'm somehow morally obligated, uh, to praise the emperor's new clothes when it's, you know, his wing dang doodles waving. All right. I'm not, it's not how I'm going to roll with it. Okay. Coming to us. We're coming to someone. Else. Oh, well, look, we're out at the, because, because of COVID we're out in the parking lot of a vet place and uh, the, the vet, vet people actually come and get the dog and take it in. So there's a nice lady coming and taking a very beautiful little pug. Very adorable. 
We're pausing. Hold on. So the problem is you've got a culture trying to force you to concede things that are manifestly untrue. And let me segue a little by pointing out another example of that, which is, of course, climate change. There is no such thing. Well, look, climate change is all the time. It's not human driven. And the solutions to it do not happen to exactly correspond to everything leftists have always wanted. Here's one of my favorite tests for the whole climate change thing. What is the thing that we can do for climate change? There's something that liberals don't want, but conservatives do. There's plenty of things that liberals want and conservatives don't. But what's the, what is one thing that conservatives want and liberals don't that we should do to resolve climate change? Because otherwise, remarkably, anyway, we're back. <laughs> okay. So, like climate change, like uh, really fat people, you don't. We we need to stop conceding realities that are actually the opposite of real, that are unreal, um, for a number of reasons, including the most important one. It degrades you. It makes you submissive. When you start saying, "Why, yes, up is down, down is up." Red is blue, blue is green, you know, you're lying, and you know you're lying, and they know you're lying, and yet you're doing it anyway, and they've won. That's what communists used to do. Communists knew all their propaganda was bullshit, and they knew you knew it was bullshit. But saying it was a sign of submission, this is cultural submission. Don't submit. Okay? That's like my advice. Speaking of not submitting, Manson, Mansion and Cinema, love it, how they're making uh, uh, our commander and Krusty go crazy. I love it how they're frustrating Schumer and uh, holding back Pelosi. Uh, they still want to spend zillions of dollars. These are Democrats, but they're also Democrats who have to run in purple states, and that provides a problem for them, a problem which... Uh, you know, Chuck Schumer doesn't face, well, Chuck Schumer faces a, a, a problem of uh, Anastasia Ocasio-Cortez running uh, against him. Uh, so he's got to stay to the left so he can preempt her. She'd probably beat him if she ran. I mean, New York is just stupid enough to allow her to be one of their senators. Um, God, it would be funny if she beat Schumer. But the thing is, Schumer, Schumer desperately has to do this leftist stuff. Manchin, like I said, Manchin's like plus 72 Trump in West Virginia. That guy is gone. Now, I am convinced he does not, you know, he, he could switch parties. And I'm convinced right now Mitch McConnell doesn't want him to. Because of all the agonizing pain that uh, Schumer's going through, suddenly... McConnell would have to go through because he'd also have to keep Manchin happy. And, um, and, uh, he, uh, I'm driving along, folks. You, you get this in real life, real time. Driving along, got my wife, got my dog. Everything's great. Uh, we have, we have finished at the dog hospital. Dog is fine. Good little barky. Yeah. Anyway, 
I don't. I, I would not want to be Mitch McConnell having to deal with Manchin. And Mitch McConnell doesn't want to be Mitch McConnell having to deal with Manchin. What he wants to deal with is Schumer. Uh, because Schumer is a freaking pushover. Schumer, I, I don't understand his strategy. He, he's got to keep 50 people happy. Two of them are perfectly willing, because one's in a purple state, Arizona. Arizona is not a blue state, no matter what the Democrats tell you. And, um, and a deep red state, maybe the reddest state, which is Manchin. But there, there are other folks too, who don't benefit by being out. Cinema, you know, likes being a maverick. Mansion has to be a maverick or he's going to get creamed. There are other guys like Tester in Montana, you know, uh, Maggie Hassan in, uh, uh, New Hampshire, who may find Chris Sununu running against her and, and likely beating her. These are, uh, these are folks who don't want to have to vote left. But they're going to have to vote left. They win by going to the middle. This is a hard left proposal. So if Manchin's going to jump on the grenade, if Cinema is going to um, take the hit, they're more than happy. They're more than happy for that to happen. Now, maybe they personally want to uh, spend a zillion dollars. Hell, Manchin probably does, personally. But They've got their own interests. Schumer has to cater to them. And I don't think Schumer's smart enough to, like, truly realize that. I don't think he really accepts at a gut level that he's kind of screwed. He's, I mean, he's got the barest of majorities, which in a majority, it's a tiebreaker majority. And Pelosi's, like, five uh, seats away from getting crushed and becoming the minority. Actually, it's more like seven because you can't really count Kinzinger and uh, uh, the Beltway cowgirl. So that's all problematic for them. We should revel in this. Their pain should be our delight. And I totally see why McConnell's like, nah, don't switch parties. Don't make that my ass. Don't make that my jam. Speaking of jams, Chinese have fired off a hypersonic uh, uh, cruise missile, essentially. Nuclear capable. Chinese are building nukes. They're building 200 nuclear missile silos. Do you know how many missiles, uh, we've, how many bombs we've built? We haven't. We've cut. We're down to like 3,400. Now, that may seem like a lot of nuclear weapons. I guess it is. But there's a lot of China. China is building up a nuclear arsenal, a major one. And that's a problem. Now they've got hypersonic, uh, you know, cruise missiles. These things fire up on rockets. Right, they go, you know, up into low Earth orbit, then they come down, gliding at a a phenomenal rate, making them super difficult to shoot down. And here's the thing: our military says it was surprised, it was shocked, and of course, it probably was shocked. It's busy persecuting, you know, the people who screwed up uh, by, you know, who screwed up Afghanistan. Oh wait, no, it's people who uh, demanded accountability. For screwing up Afghanistan. Uh, the guys who screw up Afghanistan, they're fine. Um, and they're busy with CRT and they're busy throwing people out because they won't get a vaccine they don't need. And, uh, they're, they're surprised by this. Now, here's what the stupid Republicans will do. And I've got a town hall column on it, uh, on, on a similar thing. Defund the federal police, uh, 
Monday, this Monday, today. We need to defund the Pentagon. You go, Corp, Republicans can't think that way. No, 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 we, we totally need to. We need to stop giving them money. They won't understand anything else. As individuals, we need to stop giving them our troops. We need to stop joining the military program. No more pawns to play. That's one way we show them that we're serious. The other way is for conservatives to go, yeah, I'm not giving you any money because you freaking suck. That's when they listen. But Republicans are supposed to, are supposed to support the military. By which I mean blindly writing them checks no matter how much they fail. Well, in the words of Kang, or perhaps it was Kodos, the politics of failure have failed. Maybe we should stop doing that because it doesn't work. And it not only doesn't work, it actively promotes poor performance on our military. Giving them money when they suck. And guys, there's been a lot of sucking going on. Giving them money when they suck instead of giving them less and making it hurt. Well, no wonder we're just getting more failure. Because we're rewarding it. Stop rewarding failure. I got a better idea. Start rewarding success. Anyway, that's my town hall VIP column for today. Uh, glad you could join me on the trip to the veterinarian. I appreciate it. And uh, I uh, I hope you read me every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. My little video uh, screed is on Fridays. Go to my On Locals page. That's all things Kurt. You can get in there, and I do a morning report. You'll like that. Uh, also, get the books. Get the Kelly Turnbull books. You probably want to get them early if you want to get them for your family for Kwanzaa. Because, you know, the shell, thanks to, uh, you know, thanks to Mr. Uh, chest feeding paternity guy, Pete Buttigieg, you know, staying home for the baby he didn't have, uh, our, our supply lines are pretty bad. So you might want to get those ordered early. Talk to you next week on Unredacted. Bye bye.